A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. The Zone. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we've got some amazingly mild weather on the way for this Wednesday. Hello, everybody. I'm Farm Director Pam Youngke. You're going to kind of want to pinch yourself, although there is a good chance that we might see a little freezing rain and sleet early today. 44 is our expected high for this Wednesday. Uh, right now, we've got a lot of fog out there as well, so if you're driving early, going to have to exercise a little caution. Tomorrow, cloudy skies and 34. Friday, partly sunny and 30 degrees. Saturday, we bounce up to 35. And Sunday, cloudy skies back around 41 degrees. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist, of course, has the weather details coming up. We're also bringing you details on an organic grain conference that's happening towards the end of the month. You know, Wisconsin is a real powerhouse when it comes to organic production overall, be it dairy, be it grain. We're talking about it with Erin Silva. She's helping to coordinate the Organic Grains Conference coming up later this month. And, of course, the latest news for you from the Wisconsin Fair Association Convention happening in Wisconsin Dells. Tonight, we'll learn the identity of our 2023 Fairest of the Fairs. Well, the holidays are in the rearview mirror, and now you're thinking resolutions and making the most of 2023. Bavaria Sausage Kitchen can help you out. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew. Bavaria Sausage Kitchen's retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg, open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, or always open online, BavariaSausage.com. Take a look at their land yoggers. This is a perfect example of that old world flavor captured in a lean beef stick. Natural spices, all kinds of hickory smoked flavor that will keep for a very long time. Maybe you go hiking. Maybe it's something you want to pop in your lunchbox. Maybe you want it in the truck while you're out working. That land yogger will go anywhere and keep that nutrition as well as that flavor fully intact. In fact, you can see a very cool video on their Facebook page featuring Heinz Montman, who is their master maker of land yogger. Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. The Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic is coming up January 11th through the 12th and will offer over 40 educational presentations for those currently in the industry, as well as a chance for those in college to learn more about the agriculture business industry and potential internships or jobs that they can apply for. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Tom Bressner is the executive director for the Wisconsin Agribusiness Association and says that the classic truly has something for everyone. Well, you know, Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic got its name just because it is a classic. Uh, we've been doing this for so many years. It's the place to be if you're in the agribusiness world to come to Madison for two days to look at the trade show floor to see all the exciting things that there are out there, products and services. Uh, we have over 40 educational breakout sessions. The opportunity for crop scouts and crop advisors to get their continuing education unit for the first time ever this year. We also have a whole section on animal nutrition, so it's a place for nutritionists 
to get their ARPAS credits. It's just an exciting time of bringing the industry together and seeing what's new, what's happening, and the opportunity to, to learn new things. What are you looking forward to most or most excited about that attendees should note on their schedule to make sure that they're in that session or that speaker to attend? You know, there's just so many things that we have happen. That's what the exciting part is. It's not just, okay, let's all go to Madison and let's sit and listen to these speakers. There's just so much that we have going on. We have an awards program. We have all of our scholarship recipients that will be recognized. We've got a silent auction to raise money for our scholarship program. We've got approximately 80 to 90 exhibitors that will be there. The neat thing, and getting more directly to your question where you ask about the sessions, we have created sessions to cover all types of agribusiness topics, whether you're an HR person wanting to sit down and talk about workforce development. We have a whole session for that. We have a session on facility safety and, and compliance. We've got all types of agronomy topics. We've got the animal health. It's just the fact that there is always something there for everybody that makes it really exciting. You mentioned that this is the first time ever that the Classic will host five hours of animal and nutrition sessions. Can you touch on what those sessions are, who they're intended for, or the real benefit of them? The animal health sessions, we've never really tried to get into the animal health side before, but we had suggestions saying, you know, I'd be interested in coming. It's, it's January. It's a great opportunity because we don't have as much going on. It'd be a great opportunity for uh, those that are in the nutrition side to pick up some of their credits. And so we've lined up some really good speakers. We've got a couple from here at UW. We've got uh, one speaking on starch digestibility. We've got one talking about alfalfa uh, and capturing the leaves. And then we're bringing in a gentleman from western Kentucky uh, talking about the use of technology in herd management. We've got a gentleman from Penn State talking about understanding the types of fat and utilization of fats and a ration. And so you know, even right there, when you're you're talking five hours of presentations on nutrition, look how rounded that even is, whether you're looking on the production side of getting better alfalfa or if you're looking at rations or whatever. And, and again, that's what we always try to do is to build in that excitement to where there is something for absolutely everybody. What key details do attendees need to know about before attending? Is there anything that they need to bring with them? You know, the only ones that really need to bring anything with them is we always have uh, UW and DATCAP has a session on Wednesday morning on SNAP Plus program for those that are doing nutrient planning, uh, working with farmers on utilization of nutrients. There, it's really great for them to bring their computer. They'll have the opportunity to sit down and go through the program and look at the nutrient management planning. And if they have their own computer with them, that's always great. But other than that, it's really bring a notebook, bring a pencil, take note, bring your business cards to share with others. That's about it. It's just bring yourself and look forward to two exciting days at the conference. Always in the past, we have all of these breakout sessions. We're running four or five of them at the same time. So if you are someone that's coming to get a continuing education credit, we may offer 35 but you can only pick up about a dozen of them because you've got current sessions and you can't sit on everything at the same time. This is the first year that we are recording most of the sessions. And so with your registration, not only will you pick up the credits of the sessions that you sit in on, but you'll have 30 days after the conference then to go online and listen to the sessions you couldn't attend 
and pick up your credits on those as well. And so this year is the opportunity to where if you're willing to sit by your computer screen for a few days after the conference, you may pick up an entire year's worth of, of CEUs just by being registered for the Classic. In the past, it's been three days. So why the change? In this changing world, we've always done our opening day, knowing that a lot of people are coming in at some point on Tuesday. We've generally started the show at uh, 1 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon with just a general session. So we brought in a keynote speaker to just kind of to get them in the meeting mode, get them all together to start uh, renewing friendships and relationships, etc. And what we found over the last few years is that with the busy lives that we're all running now, they're excited about being here for the breakout sessions and for the trade show floor. And while they enjoyed the opening session, it wasn't near as much of a draw anymore. And so we saw a lot of people just coming in on Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning, and we were seeing depleted attendance on Tuesday versus the other two days. And so as we reached out to members and said, you know, would this work better for you if we just made it a two-day show, you know, eliminated the expense of keynote speakers and all of that, and resounding was, hey, two days in today's world is plenty, and so it was basically listening to our attendees and saying, let's cut out day one and let's have a a two-day show and make that uh, the very best that we can. You mentioned earlier that there's going to be a trade show, so looking at that, how many vendors do you expect to be there for that? And then on the other side, how many people do you expect to be attending the Classic this year? Trade show floor, last I heard, I think we were 86, 87 booths, something like that, which is less than what we had. We were usually running about 100 pre-COVID, but this is up a few from last year. We were down around the 80 mark last year, so we're seeing a few more exhibitors, and there may even be a couple more that have booked here at the last moment, but I think we'll be in the high 80s to close to 90 booths, which is exciting. As far as attendees, keep in mind, we're in the agriculture world to where a lot of our decisions are made at the last minute. Boy, I don't know if I can get away. And then all of a sudden, you're the day before and say, yeah, I think I'm caught up enough. I'm going to go. So we do have a lot of walk-ins. Right now, our registrations are running pretty similar, maybe just a little ahead of where we were a year ago, which would be in the probably total attendance in the the 900 range. So it's really going to come down to how many walk-ins we have on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, but not quite where we were prior to COVID. One other really cool thing that we've done now, uh, we we tried it before COVID and then we had to drop it for a couple of years, but we're bringing back this year. And it's what we call our Ag Connections Program. Okay, what's that? We are the week before most of the colleges go back to class. And so you have all of these great agriculture schools around the state that we have reached out to students and said, hey, we have a sponsor. If you will come and spend the day with us on Wednesday, it would be a great opportunity to walk around the trade show floor, learn about the industry, get excited about agribusiness and the opportunities out there for you. And in the afternoon, we've asked our members, uh, member companies, to set up a tabletop displays, and students are going to have the opportunity to go around and talk to, I think we have 14 businesses that are specifically there to talk about internships and apprenticeships and job opportunities. So not only is it just bringing in the industry, but it's bringing in our future industry to get them excited and get them lined up with companies. While we look at the great things happening in agriculture and agribusiness today, it's all about the future. And so we try to tie the future into our convention by getting the college students that want to come into ag 
participating in the Classic as well. That was Tom Bressner, the Executive Director for the Wisconsin Agribusiness Association. To learn more about the upcoming event, go to wiagribusiness.org. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Charity Seebecker. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Experienced electricians come join our team. Here's Dan, a commercial journeyman forever ready electric. Family company, they take care of people, they take care of their workers. There's a lot of benefits to working forever ready, including the fact that when you work on your education, they do reimburse you for that time. They're very good about sick time and very good about family. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at everreadyelectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are ever ready. You're worth so much more. Have you ever had the choice to accumulate wealth or go into debt? Let's play Would You Rather. Would you rather have $190,000 in total compensation or be $29,000 in debt? That's the choice between paying for a bachelor's degree that might not even land you a job or an apprenticeship with Liuna that will lead to job security, a pension, stability, and a lifetime of great wages. You're worth so much more. Go to liunawisconsin.org slash join to learn how to accumulate wealth instead of debt. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Sweeta Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta Metal Roof. S-W-I-T-A MetalRoofing.com Sweeta Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, things are interesting for some folks in our listening area this morning as we get started. We're looking forward to very mild conditions as far as weather is concerned, but that's creating some challenges as far as uh, the precipitation patterns we're dealing with now. Time to catch up with Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, for your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. So, uh, you know, like I said, temperatures are going to be real mild today, but right now we're in a precarious position. I noticed the fog was pretty pretty solid here in the Madison area, and radar shows there's a little bit of precipitation we're going to have to watch out there this morning, huh? That is absolutely right. There's a band of, oh, mixed precipitation from north-central Minnesota, even northwest Minnesota, if you will, extending that into western Wisconsin. Oh, Menominee, Eau Claire, and then extending east and southeast down to Milwaukee. In that area, there's a winter weather advisory in effect until 9 a.m. That does include Mauston and Fond du Lac and Beaver Dam, and I'd say up into the Fox Valley as well under that winter weather advisory. And there's a line of some freezing drizzle mistiness, freezing fog could be seen as well. Right along that same area, Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, right to Mauston, 
just staying north of the Madison area, a little north of Beaver Dam, but not by much, certainly including Fond du Lac and areas to the north. So be prepared with a winter weather advisory until 9 a.m. This morning, little areas of patchy freezing drizzle or freezing fog could be seen. If it looks wet, it could very well be slippery today. So be careful getting out and about this morning. As Pam said, the mild air builds in though today. So we're not going to build up an ice shield because temperatures ought to be way above normal and above freezing. That's going to thaw it off pretty quickly and keep it on the drier and more mild side. But the next low pressure system, one that's been bedeviling California, will pass off to our south. And that's why I'd expect as we look toward Thursday, there'll be a slight chance of a little drizzle early, maybe some flurries Thursday night, not going to amount to much, maybe enough to make a little slippery spot early in the day. But that system stays off to the south with a lot more precipitation, not a big factor for us. Colder air does build in behind it, cooling us off as we move through Thursday, head toward Friday, and then back to the above normal temperatures right on into next week. Another chance of, well, let's talk about some rain, I think, could start to brew up again late Sunday or certainly on into Monday. I'll have those forecast details right after this. At Compier Financial, we're defined by you. Your hopes for the future as well as what you need today. As a local member-owned cooperative, you shape how we serve agriculture and rural communities. As a partner and part of your community, we're here for you with personalized service and expertise you can rely on. Contact your local Compeer Financial team at 844-426-6733 or visit compeer.com slash you for your lending and other financial needs. Compeer Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All right, buddy, go ahead and give us a few more details. Like It looks like if you can hold off being on the roads until about 9, you're probably doing yourself a service. Yeah, I think so. And if you can't, just be careful. Exercise all of your winter driving precautions. You know, if it looks slippery, it probably is. Be careful. There's a winter weather advisory in effect until 9 a.m. for Boston, Fond du Lac, Beaver Dam, Oshkosh, just north of La Crosse and just north of Madison. What we expect with our Compure Financial Ag weather update will be some patchy fog, a little drizzle, freezing drizzle possibility this morning, and that will end. And later today, the skies become mostly sunny. And here's the big news. I'd expect even La Crosse in the upper 30s, the rest of us could be just in the lower 40s, as winds will become a bit more easterly today at about 5. Then mostly cloudy overnight, and we drop back to about freezing or very low 30s. The north winds at 5 to 10. That system to our south means cloudy skies on Thursday, a little drizzle, maybe some freezing drizzle early in the day, much like today is what I expect. Just not quite as warm, mid-30s at best tomorrow with the north winds 5 to 15. Some snowflakes around Thursday night, especially something could happen in southeast Wisconsin. And by Friday, mostly sunny skies, a colder day, upper 20s and low 30s, upper 20s in the west, very low 30s further east and south. North winds at 5 to 15. Even Saturday, Pam, sunny and fine. Low to mid-30s sounds great. But that next rain chance around to start the new work week. Hmm. All right. Are, and these temperatures, are they going to nosedive all of a sudden next week? 
next week I still look for that upper 30s, maybe 40, right on through Wednesday at least. Wow. Okay. Very good, my friend. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. All right. You have a great day. All right. Stu Mock, our Ag Meteorologist with your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Compere Financial is your financial partner. Committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compere.com. We're happy to have them back along with us again for calendar year 2023. All right. Coming up, we are going to be talking about organic farming in Wisconsin. It's something that a lot of producers are thinking about trying But that transition takes a couple of years. What do you need to know? And what is 2023 bringing as far as possibilities, be it organic grain or organic livestock? We're talking about it with Aaron Silva on a Wednesday. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Is fatigue and lack of libido keeping you on the injured reserve list? It could be symptoms of low testosterone. After the age of 30, men begin to notice this reduction in quality of life due to natural hormonal decline. But there is something you can do about it. Carbon World Health offers custom-designed hormone replacement treatment. They'll determine if you need testosterone replacement or growth hormone therapy. Don't let low T keep you on the bench. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. Are you a non-union construction tradesperson proud of what you do? Did you know you're worth so much more than what you're bringing home today? Put the power of Lyuna Union Labor to work for you. When you join Lyuna, you get the pay you deserve, plus pension and health care benefits above and beyond your compensation. That's zero deductions for pension and health care benefits with Lyuna because you're worth it. Learn more at lyunawisconsin.org slash join. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the Wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. 
And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. Boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Experienced electricians come join our team. Here's Dan, a commercial journeyman forever ready electric. Family company, they take care of people, they take care of their workers. There's a lot of benefits to working forever ready, including the fact that when you work on your education, they do reimburse you for that time. They're very good about sick time and very good about family. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at everreadyelectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are ever ready. Quay Walker is a good kid, and and you're surprised that he's you know this hothead who like the thing he did against the Bills and took a shot at you know a practice squad guy that mouthed off at him. I mean, if if I was Dan Campbell's coaches, I wouldn't be surprised if they said, "Hey, anything." And it was a medical trainer, so it wasn't him. But anything you can do to antagonize this guy, you know, you might get a you know 15 yards out of it. So Quay Walker. Um, uh, put out an e- a, a, a tweet yesterday. You know he got drilled by uh, Lafleur on the sidelines there, and he apologized. He actually started tearing up, talking about uh, what happened in the game against the Lions. Another rookie mistake. Uh, selfish. Just a selfish act of me. Uh, very, just very uh, stupid and dumb. Uh, I say immature of me once again to make the same mistake twice, but. Uh, I just always uh, I seem to overreact at times, and I did it again last night. Reached out to the trainer uh, earlier today, talked to him for a long time, uh, continued to apologize, and just pray that he forgive me. And um, also told him to uh, reach out to the team if he can, and to the other trainers as well. Um, just to, on my behind, and just saying that I'm sorry, uh, and that's it. But I'll, I can't. It's much, really, nothing I can do. Uh, to be honest with you, because I made a mistake. I did what I did, and I own up to that. But uh, this is something I got to live with. It's a mistake I made, and uh, I just pray that they forgive me, and that's all I can do at this point. And own up to everything and face everything that comes with it. Mike, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Shame on Quay Walker, especially with everything that happened throughout the week with the you know medical trainers in you know Cincinnati, Buffalo. It's I've never seen it before. It's 
It's absurd. It's insane. Uh, no, the, ki- the kid you're leading tackler, he's a great athlete, but there's some sort of a switch there that LaFleur, you know, and uh, KO, the inside linebacker coach, they're going to have to figure out Joe Barry as well, if Joe Barry's still around. But, you know, Quay explained, look, you know, play's dead. DeAndre Swift is down on the field. That's his friend. That's his former teammate at Georgia. So he's running over to see what his buddy is doing. And he's looking over. Now there's already two or three trainers attending him, but there's another one that's late arriving who, instead of going up to Quay and saying, excuse me, get out of the way, he kind of pushes him. Well, the linebacker turns like, who the hell are you, man? And he shoves, he shoves him in return, and then they throw the flag. And, he, you know, the, the, New York sees the tape, and they disqualify him. And LaFleur talked about it last night. I'll never defend the action, but I'll defend the person. And I think Quay, he feels terrible about it, rightfully so. I don't think Quay's a malicious person. I think he has got to find a way of, to better channel his emotions in the heat of the battle because certainly it's gotten the better of him twice now. I mean, not once, but twice. I think I saw he's the first player in the last 15 seasons to be ejected from a game twice in, exactly. a, in a year. Yeah, wild. Exactly. Yeah, as, as long as LaFleur has been in the NFL, quite frankly. And then what's this nonsense between what's supposed to be one of your smartest, uh, hardest-working, prepping uh, players on defense in Rasul Douglas, and it's just before the half, and uh, the Lions are lining up for a field goal, which looked like it was going to be kind of far um, uh, in the cold weather. They, they'd missed one uh, that night, and so uh, Rasul Douglas is up there messing around with the center, and he gets a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness, which lets the Lions move up to what was basically a point after touchdown, and, you know, put another three points on the board. And this is what Rasul explained to us as he was packing, cleaning out his locker. Uh, no, he just, he just pushed me. I smacked the ball out of the snapper hand, and he just pushed me. So I turned around and pushed him back, and they called flag on me. I'm, I'm not doing no free kicks. You missed one earlier. You about to, we called timeout. The play already over. I'm not about to let you snap the ball so the kicker can kick a free kick to see and adjust it. So I smacked the ball out of the center hand, and 70 pushed me, and I just pushed him back. It's called flag. I feel like that was a, a good thing for me to do, but it resulted in a bad thing when I pushed him back. I don't think that changed the game. That's what you like. I don't think either one of those two plays changed the game. So I just think we just got to play better as defense. We got a chance to go out there, get a stop in the five-minute mark or whatever time we got it, and we ain't do it. It's like I don't know what you thought was going to happen when you. I'm not, again. I found myself saying that game like I've never seen that happen before. A guy walking down the middle of the line just to slap the ball out and then getting a shoving match. Like I don't. What did you think was going to happen? Here we use a lot of f words: food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And the other F-words we're using this morning, fog and freezing rain. If you're going to be driving early this morning, exercise a little caution. There's a thin band of freezing rain and sleet that's kind of moving across the state depending on where you are. Once we get past this morning, though, we are going to top out around 44 degrees, so well above average for this date in January. I'm Pam Youngke. So glad you're along with us. This is the 11th day of January. What can I tell you? On this day, back in 18 1887, Aldo Leopold was born, considered the uh, major player 
in modern environmental movement. He obviously is why we have the Leopold Conservation Award right here in Wisconsin, born on this day back in 1887. On this day in 1968, Rock County farmers protested grain prices. They were members of the National Farmers Organization. They joined a national movement to withhold grain from processors trying to drive up the price. They hoped to receive a $1.50 a bushel for corn compared to the existing price of 80 cents and $3 a bushel for soybeans compared to the existing price of 235. That was back on this day in 1968. On this day in 1935, Amelia Earhart flew solo from Hawaii to the U.S. mainland. On this day in 1922, insulin was used for the very first time to treat diabetes. Happy birthday to singer-actress Mary J. Blige. She is 52 years young today. And now you know. It's Wednesday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group. Remember that? S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. You can also give them a call if you want to talk to somebody. 800-726-8609. That's 800-726-8609. Ashley, you and along with us for one of our first conversations, you and I, in the new calendar year. And it sounds like the Steffes Group is off to a rip-roaring start already, huh? You know, we really are. We've already booked uh, 60 auctions here for the new year and counting as we speak. Uh, This week, we're actually getting together with the sales and marketing team throughout the whole company in Minneapolis. A lot of good things coming out of that as far as how we can better serve our clients and that kind of thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're still an auction company and we're good at what we do and we're just excited for the new year here. Boy, and that, like you said, when you've got that much business that's happening all the time, communication gets to be key. And like you pointed out, everybody at Steffes works together uh, from the people that you'll see out in the field, uh, evaluating equipment, getting it ready, right on through to your fantastic Internet folks. You, you all have to be singing from the same hymn. Yeah, we really do. And, you know, it's always what's in the best interest of our clients. I mean, that's first and foremost question everybody has to answer in our group. But, you know, you bring up a good point. We're not, you're not just hiring an auctioneer that does the advertising, the setup, the washing, the calling. It's not like it used to be. We have dedicated professionals in each of those realms that are going to serve you in the best way. And it makes a difference when it comes to the the end game, which is, of course, getting that equipment, getting that land, getting those collectibles into the right hands. That's really why this Internet-based communication portal that is the Steffes Group uh, reaches such a broad audience. Yeah, and, you know, it's all about the right people, and I can tell you we have some really good people within our group. Uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it, to be honest with you. Well, like we've always said, it is a people business. Uh, Just because somebody may have strengths with regard to the Internet, they still have to understand the clients that they're serving, the stories that are being told. And you are very quick to point out, when you dial that 800 number, 800-726-8609, somebody's going to pick up. Somebody is actually going to answer. Yeah, they're going to answer. They're going to answer some of your questions, and more importantly, we're going to get you to the right person uh, so we can have that kitchen table meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as demand, you mentioned 60 auctions that you've got booked, but what about on the flip side of that, the buyer's interest? Uh, we're into a new calendar year. For many businesses, first quarter is their most difficult. How is the first quarter for the Steffes Group? 
Yeah, yeah. So, so far there's, you know, we have our monthly auction, our first consignment sale here this week. Prices are still good. I don't see equipment slowing down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll see about that. And, you know, there's still people that didn't get any land bought this last year. Still looking. So demand for both farm real estate and equipment is still high right now. Excellent. Very good. Again, Ashley Hewen along with us from the Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com online. Take a look at everything they've got already listed. And remember, if you want to pick up the phone and talk to somebody about possibly getting your auction scheduled, they're happy to talk to you. 800-726-8609. Off to a busy start in the new calendar year. That is Ashley Hewen with the Steffes Group. Join Farm Director Pam Yonke on Saturday, January 14th for the inaugural Farm On Open House at Carl F. Stotson Sons on Highway 19 in Wanakee. Farm On is your opportunity to learn more about how agribility of Wisconsin and the Wisconsin Farm Center keep farmers who experience physical and mental setbacks farming on. The event runs from 10 a.m. to noon and is open to all farmers, farm families, and farm workers. For more information on the event, visit Carl F. Stotson Sons on Facebook and see See the Farm On event. Well, after the big gains in dairy product prices on Monday, barrel cheese yesterday dropped two and a half cents to a dollar eighty. Forty pound block cheese down a penny and a half at two eighteen and a quarter. Double A butter that was up a penny yesterday, two forty three a pound. February milk right now is down eight nineteen oh two a hundredweight. A lot of talk at the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual meeting going on in Puerto Rico about federal milk marketing order hearings. They believe will happen face to face in person coming up in 2023. The grain trade this morning right now, December corn's up a penny at 590. November beans up six, currently at 1396. The July wheat, that's currently two cents lower, 742 a bushel. Coming up next, organic grain production. It is finding premiums in the marketplace, but how do you get there? Talking about that next with Aaron Silva and the upcoming Organic Grain Conference. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you need accurate insights to make informed decisions on your dairy, you need Affy Milk. With Affy Milk, you can know what's happening with your cows, when there's a problem, and when used with Affy Farm herd management software, they can even help identify what the problem is, which helps you manage it quicker. From analyzing components to finding sick cows, rely on Affy Milk solutions to help you increase performance and profitability. Learn more at affymilk.com. When it comes to custom jewelry, get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for. And eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. Because of you, someone gets to go home instead of working a double. Because of you, call lights will be answered a little bit faster. Because you are the Bright Star in that facility. Bright Star Medical Staffing is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes providing the highest quality temporary staff means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. 
your local independent bank. We are the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Seventh annual organic farming conference coming to the UW campus. Uh, they call it Old Grain Conference 2023. And really it is designed to help people that are already in the organic grain industry uh, be a part of the conversation. And for those that are looking at new elements, uh, new aspects, maybe expansion, help them along in their journey. Joining us is the gal that's putting it all together. That's Aaron Silva. Aaron, let's talk first about how our organic trends are looking these days. Uh, we talked a lot in 2022 about high input costs and uh, the continued challenge on labor, available good labor, things like that. What have you noted as far as the 2022 growing season and what uh, leftover issues we may have to deal with this year? Yeah, a lot of those same trends continue through 2022. Uh, the uh, latest organic survey that was released by the USDA, and, and that survey shows that we still have strong growth in organic. Uh, Wisconsin still leads the nation in the number of organic farms, still second behind California, and still seeing growth. We're up to 1,455 organic farms in the state, and that's up from a bit over 1,300 two years ago. So still seeing um, expansion of organic management in Wisconsin, and we're still seeing a growth in the organic market with uh, U.S. organic sales topping $63 billion. And that growth has been steady since 2012, and there's no um, evidence that it that will slow. So consumers are still interested in organic and uh, with uh, the next generation of food buyers seem to be increasingly interested in organic. That said, um, organic uh, farmers uh, do face some challenges, as you mentioned. Um, input costs and the availability of inputs um, continue to be a challenge, as it is on the conventional side of things. Um, and that is, has really squeezed our organic uh, dairies in the state. Wisconsin has always been a leader in organic dairy. And with high feed costs, particularly as we look at supply challenges from uh, overseas um, uh, supply, uh, it's, it's been tough for organic dairy farmers. So that's where we're hoping that events like ours help uh, expand new markets for organic farmers and, and with our uh, organic dairy and, and uh, poultry farmers, help them find ways to be more efficient in producing feed and, and lower those feed costs. Let's talk a little bit more about the conference itself, Aaron. Where do you generally see your attendees coming from? And did you pick some type of theme for this year's conference? Yeah, and we see attendees come from really all over the country. So most of our farmers are coming from the upper Midwest, Wisconsin and Illinois, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, but we have farmers come as far as way from uh, from Washington and Pennsylvania and Ohio because of just the great programming we have to offer. Uh, so just yeah, lots of great expertise and networking occurs throughout the events. I mean, we have topics that uh, definitely cover the nuts and bolts of both feed and, and food grade grain production. But the emphasis as well on food-grade grain production, which offers a higher value market for farmers to expand into. 
and that is one that's getting a lot of attention in this year's conference, the food side of grain production. Now, we've talked about it for a long time, uh, basically organic farmers selling to organic farmers from the feed side of things. Tell me why this piqued your attention this year, Erin. Yeah, we have just some great partners throughout the state that are assisting us on developing the programming for that side of things, the Artisan Grain Collaborative and the Michael Fields Agricultural Institute, and working with them closely on different programming and mentorship opportunities. Um, We're seeing expanding markets in, in these areas. So one of the cornerstones of solid organic production is diversified crop rotation and diversified markets. And selling into the, the food-grade markets, um, artisan breads and, and breweries and distillers, uh, that offers uh, ways to expand diversity in the organic rotation, which helps with weed, disease, and pest management, and offers new income streams that uh, have higher profitability per acre. I also noticed one area that sometimes is forgotten about. Seed development. You mentioned it, that it's one of the critical components that organic farmers are looking for, but you need capital investment from agribusiness to develop those new varieties that cater to an organic need. How are we doing on that part of the infrastructure, Erin? Yeah, I mean, there is increasing investment as well with respect to developing varieties that are adapted to the different inputs that we use in organic systems. Uh, and there is some great um, breeding efforts, both from the private, private and public sector and great companies um, such as Albert Lee Seed in Minnesota, as well as other vendors and exhibitors that will be at the conference that have uh, germplasm and and varieties that will help organic farmers succeed by um, having those specific genetics that are adapted to organic production techniques. If you're just joining us, this is Erin Silva. She's talking about the upcoming Old Grain Organic Grain Conference that's going to be on Friday, January 27th, and Saturday, January 28th on the UW-Madison campus. She is, of course, a specialist in organic and sustainable cropping systems on the UW-Madison campus. And you are one busy kiddo, Erin, because uh, you have received major funding to continue to work on different uh, developments for organic farmers. Why don't you take a minute and just explain to people what your team specifically is concentrating on day-to-day, not just putting together the conference? Well, we do a lot of research related to uh, not only organic organic cropping systems, but regenerative agriculture more broadly. So much of our research focuses on using techniques such as cover crop-based no-till and interseeding and relay cropping to develop novel ways for farmers to reduce inputs and build soil health. So many of these techniques that we've researched in organic production, which help organic producers reduce their um, need for cultivation and soil disturbance and effectively manage weeds, are increasingly of interest to conventional farmers that are also looking at reducing inputs and developing new ways to produce crops um, to build soil health. So one of the highlights of our conference is a Thursday evening event that is focused on regenerative organic agriculture. But again, a lot of what we've been doing that is going to be highlighted at that Thursday evening pre-conference event is of interest to conventional farmers as well, looking at moving into more regenerative uh, production practices um, that, again, reduce inputs and build soil health. 
Right, and you're you're covering the gamut as far as agronomy in general. If it's a plant, you're trying to address it, and that includes uh, mechanical tillage, trying to figure out how to tackle those weeds, minus the chemistry, perhaps. Now, let's talk a little bit, Aaron, if people are interested in being involved. Again, we said it's a Friday-Saturday event with the option for a Thursday evening regenerative agriculture conversation. How can they get involved And what if they feel intimidated? Like maybe I've only got 10 acres of organic something. Um, I don't know if I I fit in. Uh, Tell them a little bit about why they should still be a part of this conversation. Uh, We have programming that would be valuable for farmers that are just exploring organic um, and just starting to see if that might be an option for their farm to more experienced organic farmers. Uh, So we have uh, programming relevant to not only a a broad scale of acres, but a broad scale of experience. And a lot of the farmers that attend the conference are coming from a conventional background and have what we call a parallel operation. So looking at transitioning some of the farm to organic to see if it works for them and, and their family and their operation. But then again, we have farmers that have been doing organic for 30 years and have been long-term success stories with respect to organic production. I mean, it's great to have those those different ranges of experiences and systems be able to to share information and and network and develop relationships that can help everyone succeed. So no, um, no reason to be intimidated. We have space for everyone at our conference. Excellent. Again, the dates, as we said, uh, January 27th and 28th on the UW-Madison campus. We're talking about the O-Grain Annual Winter Conference. Organic grain is what it stands for. Now, instead of me giving you a lengthy website, I'm just going to suggest that you uh, Google or search O-Grain Winter Conference on the UW-Madison campus and find the registration there. But please do take action right away and try to get registered just as soon as possible so that they're prepared for the space needs. And Aaron, if they want to follow along, is there any uh, social media hashtag? Is there any other websites that they can kind of follow your work or maybe uh, keep up with some of the conference happenings? At Googling O'Grain, you'll find our website that has a whole suite of different resources, videos and written resources and archived uh, presentations from previous conferences, as well as the registration for a 2023 conference. Um, We also have a link to a great listserv where farmers share information and experiences, um, as well as our O'Grain Facebook, Twitter, and and Instagram pages. So I encourage farmers to to reach out and check out our resources, and we'd love to see everyone at our our conference in January. Excellent. Again, Erin Silva joining us. She is the specialist that focuses her time and attention on organic and sustainable cropping systems on the UW-Madison campus and one of the coordinators for the upcoming O'Grain Organic Grain Winter Conference on the UW campus. Again, 